listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly, where women over 40 discover how to find meaning and purpose, and how to feel at home in their own skin, love who they are, and design a life that makes them happy. I'm your host, Janelle Anderson, CEO and founder of Emerging Life Coaching. Welcome to another episode of Women Emerging Fearlessly. I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Stacy Nelson, and she is the founder and CEO of 3P Ministry. And I'm, we're going to share with you what that's all about in just a minute. Before I bring Stacy on, though, I just want to let you all know that I would love to hear from you. If you are enjoying this podcast, leave a comment. Let me know what you're enjoying about it, what's helping you. If there are topics you would love for me to cover, let me know. That would be amazing. And share this with your friends. Let people know about Women Emerging Fearlessly. And if you would like to get on my newsletter list and hear from me every week with tips and articles and videos and podcast episodes, I would love for you to be on there. You can just join it by going to my website, emerginglifecoaching.com, and you can actually grab my free guide. It's for women who are ready to quit their day job and do what they really want. And there's some great activities and ideas in there and some uh, tips to help you change your life and create the life you really want. So I invite you to do that and just join me on the journey. That would be amazing. So today I want to introduce you to Stacy Nelson. She is the founder and CEO of 3P Ministry which stands for Passionately Pursuing Purpose. Now, you guys know I love that idea. I am always talking about passion and purpose. So Stacy's a woman after my own heart, and she serves women as a life coach. She helps them to heal past wounds and find their voice and live the life that they deserve. And you guys know that's what I talk about all the time, too. So this is going to be a great episode where we're going to talk about how powerful it is to work with a coach to get you there. So welcome, Stacy. Thank you, Janelle. Thank you so much for having me on today. Absolutely. We're excited to have you here. Why don't you share a little bit with everyone about yourself, where you live, what your background is? So I stay in Michigan, and I've been in Michigan most of my life. And um, it's getting pretty cold here. And so I'm ready to make a transition and get out of the state and go south. But for right now, that's where I reside. I hear I you. Reside Winter's coming. Oh, winter. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Just kind of like hold my breath until spring rolls around. I know. Yeah. And Michigan, it's you get some bad winters up there. We get pretty, pretty cold winters, like mm. below zeros. Oh, yeah. gosh, I can't winners. Yeah, wow. Nope. <laughs> so you want to you wanna move someplace <laughs> south? For you. Yeah. I want to move, move south, yes. Yeah. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your background. What were you doing before you became a coach? So my background is in nursing. I've been a labor and delivery nurse for over 20 years, and I really loved nursing. And I always tell people, that's the job that I chose for myself, but the assignment that God chose for me was ministry and was for serving women. Awesome. And now I am in a place where I am transitioning out of nursing and into full-time ministry. 
And so I'm starting with coaching. That's awesome. Yeah. And I was going to ask you why you call your company ministry instead of coaching. So share with us a little bit about your heart around that. So I call it ministry because ministry is service. And I'm all about serving people. I'm all about connecting with God and finding out where he's located and going in that direction that he leads me to serve the people. And I just want to be of service. I want to serve women. That's beautiful. Helping to empower them and just to know who they are in the Lord and to find his direction, his purpose for them. It's very powerful work and important and needed. Women need it. You know, they really just tend to put themselves last all the time. All the time we do. We put ourselves last. Yeah. So that's powerful. I'm glad you're doing that. What about coaching? What drew you to coaching? Well, the thing that drew me to coaching was that I needed intervention in my own life. Uh I needed help myself. And I was at like a really low place in life. Do you mind if I share a little bit of my story with you? Yes, please do share your story. Absolutely. Okay. So just to give you kind of like a background, some foundation, um, from the time I was 11 to 18, my mom had married this man and he was very abusive. He was mentally, verbally, emotionally, physically abusive. And it was just a very bad place for all of us to be in. By the time that marriage ended, and the only reason that marriage ended was because he tried to kill my mother. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And so on the other side of that, I suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. I had feelings of suicidal ideations. I had homicidal ideations. And I began to embody all of these survival emotions. And I was angry. I was depressed. I was resentful. And I just, I just wore unforgiveness. Mm. I did not want to forgive him. I wanted to hate him because I felt like it was empowering me to hold all that anger and hate towards him. Well, what I realized was that all of those strong emotions and everything just became baggage, just mm. heavy baggage. And I was doing more harm to myself than I was to anybody else. I just didn't like myself. I did not like who was showing up. I did not like the life that I was living. I didn't want, I didn't want to be depressed anymore. I didn't want to be sad. I didn't want to hate, but I did not know how to let go. For a while, I really thought that I was losing my mind. I think I was having like a breakdown after my mom's divorce. That's when I found God. That's when I I ran into the Lord, or should I say he found me? (laughs) He came and got me. He came and got me. He's the rescuer of us all. He is, (laughs) yes, and he rescued me. And when I connected with him, I held on to him with everything that I had. In that place, I found peace. For the first time, I found out what true peace was. And it was in the midst of that storm. And God began to lead me to different people. And he began to lead me to different resources that helped me to heal. 
as I went through that process and I began to overcome the struggles and overcome the adversities and the tests and the trials, a new woman emerged on the other side of that. Because I found some amazing coaches, they helped me become who I am today. They helped me gain the confidence. They helped me be able to see again and to find, find my way. I wanted to go back to something in your story. I mean, first of all, your story is so powerful and you have so much to, so much to bring to the table to empower women who have been through traumatic events or suffer from these deep, powerful emotions for whatever reason and can't find their way out. So first of all, I just want to champion you and congratulate you for going forward and, and kind of waking up to the fact that, hey, I don't want to be this way. I don't want to be the victim mm -hmm. anymore. I want yep. to live life and I want to be who I am. I mean, that's hard to do when you've been through the things you've been through. It's amazing to me how much we have in common, just trauma in my past. And I, I'm so like relating to everything. I'm like, yes, I know what that feels like. And something you said really kind of caught my attention. It was the whole thing around the baggage. This theme kept recurring in my dreams. Pretty obvious. You have a lot of baggage you're trying to carry and it's keeping you from what I've called you to do. Thank you for sharing yes. your story. Yeah. Thank you for being willing to share your story. It's powerful to be vulnerable in front of other people. It helps everyone else to know, hey, I can be real. If Stacy can be real and share her story, then I can also, you know, I think a lot of times we try to hide that and not share it out of embarrassment or shame. And, and it doesn't bring healing when we try to hide our stories. So thanks for sharing that. And another thing that I got out of that too, Janelle, as I was going through it and I was ready to make some changes in my life, the Lord showed me this metaphor of a garden. And he reminded me of the scripture that says to guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows your life. And so I was like, well, okay. And he said, your heart is like a garden. And so it's like the soil that has to be oxygenated. It has to be nutrient rich. It has to be moist and readily available to receive the seed. But when we carry around the baggage of anger and hate, and when we're depressed and we're anxious, all of those are weeds that take root in our garden and they choke the life out of our hearts. They choke the life out of us. And so when God is ready to deposit seeds into us, seeds that we need to produce the life that he wants us to live, then our hearts are unavailable to him. He doesn't have access to that part of us that he needs for him to show up and emerge out of our lives. And so he showed me that I needed to pull out of all of these weeds out of my garden yeah. because there was no place for him to occupy that space so that I could become who he called me to be. So this is amazing because you may not know this, but I wrote a book called Come Into My Garden. And it is a collection of my journals just through the years of my healing process and hearing the Lord. And he gave me a vision of a garden, the garden of my heart, very similar. And it was like, part of it was cultivated and beautiful and lush and fruitful. But then there was this deeper part that was covered with weeds and thorns and thistles and 
in this vision, he looked at me like he went to pick up some tools, gardening tools to go further into the garden. And he looked at me for permission. So I had to, I had to give him permission to go to those deeper places. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. And I was like, well, I don't know if I want you to go there. But when I finally gave him permission, it was beautiful. So that is such a powerful metaphor. And it's amazing that you're sharing this baggage and garden metaphors. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is awesome. And the thing is, is that we do have to give him permission. He's not going to make us do anything. We have to yield and just release we and do. allow him to do what he wants to do. That's and if it. we don't, then he will allow us to stay stuck. Yeah. And you know, it's scary to give him permission. It is very scary to give him permission. What scared you mm -hmm. about that? Well, I think just the fact of letting go of the anger and forgiving, I felt like I was giving my power away. Wow. I felt like I was giving him permission to, to be this horrible man that he was. And I felt like I was saying it was okay. Yep. So I didn't want to let go of that because I felt like it was putting me in a vulnerable place to be hurt again. That makes total sense. So talk a little bit about, this is such a great conversation. Talk a little bit about how that turned around for you, where you were able to forgive and release and let go. So it took a long time. Can't lie about that. Yep. <laughs> it took years and years. And God, like I said, God would lead me. And the awesome thing about God is that he uses people. He uses people to bring healing. Yep. He uses people to bring clarity and to help you move from one place to the next. And God led me to counselors. My family had to go through therapy, family therapy. I did individual therapy by myself. And I was just willing to go through the process because I realized that holding on to all that unforgiveness and all that hate, it was killing me. It was slowly killing me from the inside out. Yeah, it's like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. Absolutely. And that's what I was doing. I was drinking it and I was willingly drinking it. Right. Because I wanted to hate him, you know? Yeah. It, but it was, it, it was killing me. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like it makes you feel like you said empowered to hold on to that hatred and unforgiveness, you know, and sometimes people really want to, and I know I did for a long time mm -hmm. for that, for that reason. And it let yeah. it go, but it feels really, like you said, vulnerable, but when you look at the picture of that you're chained to that event, you are still attached to it and it still has power over you. So if you think of forgiveness as you're letting that thing go away from you, you're releasing it from you. And then God then can take care of that person's heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. God can take care of that person's heart. And then it frees you because you can do nothing about that person's heart if you wanted to, you know, <laughs> That's so true. We are not in control, you know, in that way. So understanding that I had to let go to heal. I had to surrender to God so that he could take care of that situation. I began to heal slowly. And I loved what was happening to me as I was healing. I got out of victim mode and I began to take my power back. 
and I liked being empowered. I like being in a powerful position, you know. Uh, it feels I better. I wanted to be. Yes, it feels better, you know, being in the driver's seat of your own life. And so I say that it, all the time to be the driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's it felt funny. so good being in the driver's seat of my life. But like I said, that took a while. That was a process. But it was a process that I was willing to go through because I, I didn't want to be sick. I didn't want to be angry. I didn't want to be sad. That was not who I was. And so I had to let that person go. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is so powerful that this is a process we need to understand. And this, this is why it took me a long time to give him permission to go to those places in my heart because I knew it was going to be a process. And I was like, oh, do I really want to go through this process? But then, like you're saying, I wanted freedom. I wanted me to be me. And you said that you emerged. And I love that. Of course, you know, it's part of my business name. Yes. Emerging. I love your business name. <laughs> I love women emerging fearlessly. Yeah. Because that's the journey that I'm on. That yeah. is the journey that I will always be on. You know, because after you meet that goal that you're trying to reach, then you take off to the next goal and you're always going to be emerging and you're going to have to break through the fear, break through those barriers, you know, that negative chatter, that negative yep. self-talk that we go through. And you're going to always be breaking through that to go through the, to the next level that God wants you to be on. Yeah. So what you're saying is like, this is a journey. This is not a quick fix. You got there through years of, of the abuse and it's going to take time to heal all those places in your heart and it's okay for it to take time it is a process so there's this place of okay committing to the process and knowing this is going to be a process but i'm going to commit fully to it and trust it and know that on the other side well it isn't even like on the other side you emerge suddenly you are slowly gradually emerging through the process we are slowly gradually emerging through the process and it's a beautiful thing. It's like the butterfly. It's like the butterfly. It's like the butterfly. And that's what I love about coaching. Because I believe that coaches help you to find your wings. Yes. And sometimes we don't even know that we have wings. But yep. they help you to locate your wings. And they strengthen your wings. They do. This is why probably both of us are coaches. Uh, we have seen the power of it. Let's talk about a, lot, a little bit about how does coaching help you find your wings? What has your experience been with that? So last year, I began the process of ending a 21-year marriage. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And going through that process, it was very difficult. I mean, I felt like I was, I was losing the life that I had always known. And I was losing the person that I loved with all my heart. But I realized that it was time to let go because the Stacy that was showing up in that marriage was not the real Stacy. It was not who God sent into the earth to be this amazing woman, this woman who serves, this woman who contributes. And I knew that staying in my marriage, I would never be who God called me to be. And as a matter of fact, I didn't have permission in my marriage to be who I really was. And so I knew it was time for me to let go. The marriage had just gone down this deep, dark slope. And it was, it was coming to an end. You know, the writing was on the wall. 
as I was going through that process, I was ready to answer the call. I was ready to be obedient to God and say yes to the assignment that he had given me and begin to move in that direction. And the reason why I wanted to do that was because I didn't want to focus on all the negative energy that had to take place as I was going through the divorce. So I'm like, I'm going to focus all my energy and all of my effort into becoming this woman that God has called me to be. And so I connected to my coaches. I found some amazing coaches who helped me to see again. They helped me to give myself permission to be who I'm supposed to be. Yep. Wonderful. They helped me to find my voice because in my marriage, I had lost my voice. I lost Stacy. And when I went to pick Stacy back up, I realized that I didn't have a voice anymore. Wow. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I was more timid. I was, I had a lack of confidence. I just, I, I couldn't put the words together to figure things out as I was going through that process. And so the coaches helped me to see They helped me to get clarity. They helped me to find my voice and they helped me to strengthen my wings. And I knew I had wings. Yeah. (laughs) I knew I had wings, but they were not working at at the end of my marriage. They were not working. I was so, I felt so beat down and I felt so small. But I love how you are talking about the fact that you gave yourself permission to focus on you and who you were becoming it's really this process of becoming who you already are but and not only women who have been through abusive situations like that but a lot of women who you know maybe would be in good marriages but they still somehow lose themselves out of their obligation or their feeling of responsibility or they're so focused on their marriage and their husbands and their children that they lose sight of who they are. We as women tend to be nurturers and we always want to be giving. So that's a struggle for a lot of women to give themselves permission to focus on who they are and who they are becoming without feeling like they're somehow being selfish or, and for you, like the timidness, the timidity, you know, being in a relationship where you're not given permission to be yourself, you do kind of lose sight of who am I anyway? It was definitely a place of discovery. And I had to find out who is Stacy? Yeah. And what does Stacy want? And what is Stacy supposed to be doing? Exactly. Because time is waiting for nobody. That's time right. Is just That's going right. by, you know, it's going by so fast. <laughs> it's going by so fast. And I'm like, I have to get to my purpose. I have to get to my mission. Well, if you're not going to do it now, when will you? When will you, you know? And that's what I said, like, when? And, you know, and one of the things in my marriage, you know, my husband always tell me, it's, it's, it's just not time. It's not oh. time for you to do that. It's, it's okay. not time. I'm like, well, when will it be time, you know? And I don't think it was ever going to be time. But as things begin to fall apart, and my husband and I, we were just losing each other. And I just came to a place where I decided that it was time to take care of Stacy. Good for you. It was time for me to emerge. God made the way for me to say, okay, it's time to let go. And it wasn't easy, you know, so I'm not saying it was easy because he made the way. It was not easy at all, but it was very necessary. 
You know, we have to be who God sent us into this earth to be. Yes. We have to get to that place. You know, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. You know, finding your purpose, living your passion, putting your hands to the things that you believe matter. Now, you were talking about coaches, plural. So did you have different coaches for different things that you were working on? Were you working with coaches, multiple coaches at the same time, or was it one and then the next? So I, I was working with two coaches at the same time and just really just sitting with them and taking in all the information. And, and it was just, it was feeding my soul. It was literally feeding me and building my confidence and taking me out of that place where I thought that I needed permission because right. for so long I was waiting for permission. Oh my gosh. I hear oh, you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it was never going to come. No, and they, no. <laughs> you give and yourself they permission. Me to realize. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was. They helped me to realize you give yourself permission. Absolutely. Stop waiting on others to see the vision and the purpose that God has given you. And this speaks to our responsibility to live our own lives and be who we yes. are. Yes. Yes. And so I, you know, and so I had two coaches at that time and now I have another coach, but that's a different coach. I have a financial coach because now I got to figure out how to do this thing by myself, you know, as right. a single mom. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I do have a financial coach and just trying to get, you know, every area of my life in order so that I can live the abundant life that God has reserved for me, you know? Yeah. And I think it's really mm -hmm. important for people to understand that coaches have coaches. <laughs> Coaches have coaches. Yes, they do. Yes, because they do. we know the power of having a coach. I really believe everybody needs a coach. Me too. Everybody needs a coach. And I love coaching because I love helping women get that aha moment. Yes. You know, I yes. love for the light bulb to go off and I can see it. Yes. You know, when they get to that place where oh. they got it. I love it too. Oh my you gosh. Know, worth it all. <laughs> yes, it's so worth it. You know, when you move beyond just head knowledge, you know, where you know something just in intellectually and then it goes down into your heart. Yeah. And you believe it. Oh you yeah. Know, you believe it like you got it. Mm -hmm. That is so empowering. And I love to be able to help my clients reach that place of I got it. Yes. Because when you got it, then you're able to take radical action. Well, then you own in that it. Direction. Like you said, then getting you in the it. driver's seat of your life. You own it. It's yours. Nobody can take it from you. Nobody can take it. Once you got it, nobody can take it. And that's Absolutely. why coaching is so powerful because we believe that our clients have the answer within them. We're not telling them what yes. to do. We're not giving them the answer. We're drawing it out of them so they can own it and yes. be in the driver's seat. Yes. That's and it. And when they own it, they can easily access it. Yeah. They can get back to it readily. It's readily available because now it's yours. It's, it's yours. not something I gave you. It's yours. It was yeah. within you. I just helped you to see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They found their wings and they can fly now. And that's yes. the whole purpose. That's where we want to get our clients to that place. Of Absolutely. Being empowered. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, then, then everything changes. <laughs> then everything changes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. And I'm telling you, as I, so I sat with my coach for about, I want to say maybe six months, and I just became stronger and stronger. And then 
and, and I did some other things and some of these tools I use with my clients also. I started meditating and I started journaling. I started scripting. I started doing some other things too. But my coaches, along with the meditation, I began to see things so clearly. I began to see the role that I was playing in my life and how I was showing up. And I began to see how all the other players in my life were showing up. And then because I was able to have such clarity, I was able to make a choice of whether or not I wanted to remain in that situation or do something different. Right. And so my coaches helped me to, to get to that place. They gave me the confidence that I needed to get to that place to say, okay, it's time to choose Stacy, because nobody else is going to make that choice for me. Exactly. Being at choice, that's where the power is. And we don't get there until we see clearly. So yes. we have that awareness. What is really going yes. on? What is it I really want? Who am I really? And then it's like, yes. And well, like, I get oh, to choose. <laughs> I get to, yeah, I get yeah. to choose. Exactly. Now that, that is so empowering though, knowing that this is, it's my choice. That's right. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I get to make this decision for myself yes. and for my children. What's best for me and my children. And I realized that what was best for me was me showing up. You need to do this for the good of your family, not just for yourself. It is not a selfish thing to do. It is not a selfish thing to do because they're watching me. Yep. You know, they learn more from what I'm doing than from what I'm saying. So I thought it is time for me to be yes. everything that I'm supposed to be so that I can lead by example. Exactly. So powerful. And I'm just mm -hmm. so um, glad that you were brave and courageous to step up and do the work and become you and spread your wings um, because you have a lot to share with the world to contribute and to bring to the table and we would be missing something great if you didn't we all have a place in this world and we all need to take our place so tell us Absolutely. about your ideal clients who do you like to work with so my ideal clients and those who seem to find their way to me um, mostly are dealing with inner healing they are coming for inner healing they are usually at that place where they're sick and tired of being sick and tired they're ready to find their voices and use their voices. And some of them know what their purpose is. They just don't know how. Mm -hmm. So they need some tools and some action steps. And then others just don't know. But I think the majority of them are just in a place where they need to be healed. They need to be whole. They're ready to find themselves and they're ready to release. And so we go through that process of letting go of that of those survival emotions because it is really impossible to create from that space when you're holding on to all that baggage and you're holding all of those negative emotions that just weighs you down and it keeps you stuck some of those things are keeping us stuck in places that we no longer want to be in so i love to help them get clarity on those areas that are keeping them from moving forward and empowering them with the tools. Yeah, you're helping them steps. find those weeds in the garden and pull them out. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. So how can women find you or contact you if they want to talk to you about helping them with getting free? 
Okay, so my email address is 3pministry.books at gmail.com. And they also can find me on my website, 3pministry.com. And then I'm also on Instagram at 3pministry underscore. And Twitter, I'm there at 3pministry. Okay, beautiful. And I will put all this information in the show notes so people can easily access them and reach out to you for help. I hope that if there are any women listening to today's episode that this has really tugged at your heart and you feel a pull and a draw to Stacy and her story and what the work that she does with women. If you're feeling that pull, don't hesitate to reach out and at least talk to Stacy. You probably do a consultation. Absolutely. Yep. They can um, sign up for consultations, free consultations through the website. Yep. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. So don't be afraid to do that, ladies. It is, um, I know it feels scary, but it's so worth it to put yourself first and take this time, step into the process to find your wings and to be healed and to be who you are. We need you to emerge fearlessly and be who you were always meant to be. This has been a powerful conversation. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. And so I'm so happy and um, honored that you have joined me today, Stacy. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And thank you so passion. much. Thank yeah. you so much for having me, having me, Janelle. I really enjoyed being on the show today. Awesome. It's been great to be here with you today. And until next time, emerge fearlessly. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about how to create the life you truly want, visit my website at emerginglifecoaching.com or shoot me an email at janelle at emerginglifecoaching.com. Until next time, emerge fearlessly and go out there and do what you really want.